1: Welcome to an episode of Keeping It Rail, I'm Mike, and today I've got a couple of rail drivers that's here with us, uh, Steve and Dan. Steve, how long have you been working here?
2: Uh, about a month and a half. Okay. Did you go through the GYCDL uh, I did not. Okay. I Where'd went you- to uh, a CDL school. Okay, cool.
1: Um, how, how was our training compared to theirs?
2: I think here even the when I went to orientation and the uh, driver's trainers it's more I see more based on safety around safety here okay. so everything is safety's like the bottom of it but then everything kind of builds on top of that okay are you originally from the Virginia area uh from North Carolina North Carolina okay yeah what what part uh Gastonia North Carolina okay near cool. Charlotte Cool. And you, everything's working pretty good for you. It's working over here, it's good. It's 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 better than I thought it was. When I first got here, mm-hmm. I was doing reefer, mm-hmm. and it wasn't it wasn't my cup of tea, and I was kind of frustrated. Then I moved to dri- um, drive-in, which is it's it's better for me. Mm-hmm. I found my niche where I needed to be at. Well,
1: we all need. We all need. I'm gonna be nice, and I'm not even gonna say that today. I'm gonna be nice today. <laughs> uh, Dan, what? How long have you been here? Uh, a year. And you're also here becoming a trainer as well, right? I am. So, what made you decide to be a trainer?
3: Uh, Out on the road and different shippers and consignees. I seen some of our drivers that looked like they needed some guidance into Mm -hmm. parking in some tight areas. And I went and helped them. And after I uh, helped them, I felt pretty proud Mm -hmm. that I was able to talk to them and get them in their spots. And Mm -hmm. Jason, he's a training fleet manager. Mm He that I talked. think it's Jason he, Francis, right? Correct. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, he was the one that kind of made my final decision.
1: Twisted your arm. Yeah. What were some of the things that, that got y'all, uh, that y'all were kind of hesitant about becoming a trainer for the people out there that are thinking about, but they're. Uh,
2: I think when you're in class, when you're out there driving, you think you know stuff, mm-hmm. but when you become a driver trainer and do training, it's more of technical in numbers mm-hmm. and it becomes overwhelming until you get through that part of the that lecture and that training. Mm-hmm. And then it all kind of kinda mellows out. How's been the, how's the class been with Tavares this week? It's been good.
1: He's unique, isn't he? Oh yeah. he is. <laughs> Anybody that meets him, they never forget Tavares.
3: No.
2: I think I think I learned more from his personal experience than mm-hmm. actual what's on the PowerPoint because right. it gives you Instead of having just words, give you a real life situation of what something is. He he's been doing that for quite a while, and he's uh,
1: I I gotta say he's probably the, he's the best at it. I would say he's really really right. good at taking and taking his personal experiences from driving all these years, and kind of putting it to the railway of doing things. And and uh, it, I really really uh, I think he produces some very good trainers. Right, uh, Dan, you you come through here right, Marshall? Yes. How long ago has that been? A Year, so everything's going good with the trainer foundation. Where do you expect you guys to be down the road? Where you plan on doing this for a while?
2: Uh, I do, I, um, until I get tired of it, but I plan on doing it for a while. Well, we just, always do it till we get tired of it, right? Yeah, <laughs> it, it seems rewarding to right. um, help somebody out, and I, there's not many opportunities a company would give you a, a truck, you yeah. know. Both of you guys got brand new ones too, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. well, when I first got here. A month and a half ago, I had a 22. Okay. And then Saturday, there was like, oh, you need a new truck. I was like, my truck is new. It only <laughs> got 83,000 miles on it. So yeah. you, know, you feel kind of honored because there's not too many places where you can go that they trust you with a large uh, truck that's valued it a lot. Mm-hmm. So, and they, they, when you train somebody, that's like, they're like brand new to it. They have never pulled a load. So for somebody to trust you to do it, Hmm. And you know it's a good feeling for me yeah. Just I wait, agree.
1: Just wait until you uh, you, you know I, I, you guys are very personal, I'm sure you will be the type to keep in touch with your students. Wait until your student becomes a trainer and they're training one of your one, one of the people that, you know that come from the school and you'll be have a trainer tra- uh, uh, training a student. you know, it's, it's unique. Like with us here, we, you know we go through the GYCDL. I've literally had people that I've trained at GYCDL. Went out, and become trainers, and then they wind up training my gycdl person. So it was like, uh, yeah. it's yeah, it's kind of weird it's how it works. Yeah,
0: it's viral. Yeah, it is. Yeah, <laughs> Actually, if you look at it, that's yeah. when I first a good came, viral.
2: When I first came to rail, I was um, sent up here to get a truck, mm-hmm. and they had a, a guy that was a trainer. Uh, I think it was Kyle. I think he was a trainer. Mm-hmm. and He gave me a ride from Appleton to here, mm-hmm. and he was a trainer, and so he gave me his number so ever since then when I have an issue I would call him mm-hmm. and I said it'd be a good feeling and he's like hey you can call me anytime you have a problem that's what I'm here for mm-hmm. and I feel like I want to be that person that somebody calls and say hey I got this problem you know they can call me with, with, with a problem I can help them with it
1: I still, I still keep in touch with a lot of the people
2: even some that don't work here anymore they'll call
1: me and they'll go listen I know I don't work at rail anymore but uh can you help me? Yeah, sure. Give me a minute. Let me get done with this right here, and I'll call you right back. So.
0: And what better feeling than yeah. being counted on and relied on, and and you know, people coming to you for that info, right. and, yeah. and 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 you're able to even to continue to master it. You know, and
2: right. And I think the part that's overwhelming is is you're never really going to know everything, mm-hmm. but I think I think here you have. A lot of people to fall back on like even like I can probably call you or mm-hmm. call you mm-hmm. or Dan or devaris anybody you can call to get support so you're not really even when you leave here you're not really alone mm-hmm. when you become a driver trainer you still have people that to you support because yeah. that's that's real big cuz a lot of companies they just give you a truck and say hey see you later here's your, here's your student see you later but here it's more like it, it's, there's a lot of people in place to make sure you succeed because it's a big responsibility to have someone your truck, especially when they never pulled a trailer right. before. So, I think yeah. that's what once you want to do it for a long time. It, before. It's
1: a lot of companies. All right, this is not the first company I worked for, and a lot you you're telling the truth. I mean, a lot of companies out there. You literally they give you a truck. Good luck. The only time you hear from them is when you've done something wrong. Yeah. Uh, if you need anything, you always feel like it's a bother. You know, yeah. and and they say, well, we're a big safety company until.
2: Something until happens. something
1: needs to go, and then they're like, you know, got to go, got to go. So but I never run into that here. I've, n- I've never had that issue here. Anytime I've, I've had a problem, they've always been more than willing to, to give me a hand with it. You guys are just getting started at this being trainers. What's going to be some of your fears that you're going to have in the future?
2: I think me as a fear as a trainer is not being able to get through to a student. Like not being able to get – not be able to train that – to get the across student. what you're trying to... Right, because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you, different personalities or different right. backgrounds and cultures. So my biggest fear is not being able to get to a student, either have to let the student go mm-hmm. or, per, or a student fails out because he didn't just make the cut. That's my mm-hmm. biggest fear because it would it would make me feel like a failure that I didn't do everything I do to help a student.
1: But that tells me, though, that you, you're the right person to be a trainer. You, you care. You're concerned about... Them, them understanding what you're trying to teach. That's a good. That, that means they chose the right
3: person to do this. I hope so.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about you,
3: Dan? I I agree with him 100. percent Just not. It, it's yeah. tough. I mean, that's you, the hardest part right there is not getting through to somebody and being mm-hmm. able to train them properly. Yeah.
1: Because not only now you have, uh, you know, you have people coming from everywhere.
3: What are you looking forward to in the future?
1: With this, with this new. New new uh, job, I guess you'd say this new job. What are you? Where are you looking to take well, it?
3: I mean, I'd like to take it the rest of the time. I drive a truck, and how long are you expecting that to be? Um, probably ten years. Ten years? And you,
1: Steve? Oh,
2: uh, maybe uh, two years. Two? Two years? Oh, I was yeah. in the military and retired, so I don't want to. Yeah. Because you don't uh, look that old. Oh, I'm not, but uh, you got all the money stashed. Huh? Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, it, it's funny because. People ask me do I like trucking, and I'll be honest. When you get to a shipper Mm -hmm. and you pull in that dock and that light turns green, it gives you the energy to go another uh, load. Mm -hmm. Or when you get to a shipper and you bag that truck in there and you're like, well, how did I get it in there? It's that good feeling that you get and you have to find something in a job that you like because you're not going to like everything. I don't like driving 10 hours a day. Mm -hmm. But all I do like is when that truck is unloaded, you get that bill late. And you p- press complete, mm-hmm. and you know, that customer got what they needed, and who knows where that product is going. It might go to your own home. So that's mm-hmm. the good feeling about it.
0: Well, you know, this training might really fit you well. You may end up liking the driving portion more because somebody else is gonna be driving.
2: Right, yeah, I just,
1: <sighs> you're gonna get kind of a feeling of a completion.
2: Right, you know? right, yeah. right. And
3: I like every part of trucking right
1: it's different i
2: feel
3: i'm 57 years old Mm -hmm. it was the right time of my life technology the trucks are nicer and better versus starting when i was younger i couldn't be happier i love living in the truck i got i got it set up exactly the way i need it Mm -hmm. you Um, do uh, plenty plenty of room for um a trainee in there Mm -hmm. uh yeah, I really enjoy trucking. You I do, even like uh, driving the miles. It's so relaxing. I mean, there's a lot of stress out there with the cars driving all around. But when you're just just driving, staying back, mm-hmm. getting your miles in, watching everybody drive <laughs> around you, mm-hmm. it's very relaxing to me.
1: Okay. Have you struggled with anything out there?
3: Um, In the beginning was parking was very... Parking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you resolve it, and how did you resolve it? The parking? Oh, yeah. Talk about how how you resolved it. Um, Just the more you do it, the more mistakes you do, you learn from the mistakes, you do better setups the next time around, Mm -hmm. um, and it just gets easier and easier. Uh, When I pull into a place and I see a very tight spot, (laughs) I don't have anxiety anymore about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I just look at it, see what I need to do, and I do it. And, and you probably have seen enough people out there that have
1: struggled as much as you have or more, and it it, it kind of puts you at ease. Yeah, for know? sure. The, the worst thing they do is leave their CVs on and they hear people rushing them. Just yeah. turn that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you can't worry about it. Did you, Steve, what, what was your?
2: Uh, I, I think mine was parking because backing, because when I got my CD, I went through uh, this – CDL school, and then mm-hmm. um, I went with another company for mm-hmm. one day and I had a really bad trainer. I was like, Nope, I'm not, I do not want a trainer. So I left the same day and I went with another company, that didn't require a trainer, and I just had to self teach myself. And then a lot of times I would drive to a truck stop and it's like, Oh, I guess I'm going to a rest area today. Right. Because, and then yeah. I've, I've learned in my trucking, I overcame by my driving hours. I try mm-hmm. to stick to four in the morning to two in the afternoon. That way, when I park, it's there's room. But now I'm fl- now I'm I, I'm better at it. Now I just like I kind of zone out everything around me and just say, hey, they can wait, mm-hmm. they can wait. Mm-hmm. And then I just I always now I pick the hardest spot to bag into mm-hmm. and and pull in there because it's like for me it's like a challenge. I mm-hmm. mean it. it I guess after a while you get that that nervousness, that anxiety, that anxious. It turns into like a fuel for doing better. You're going to have bad days. Mm -hmm. You're going to have baggings. And sometimes I do a bagging and I just sit there and I struggle. I have to stop, circle around, and I try to find another spot away from where I was at because Mm -hmm. then I'm looking as fresh to the eyes. They they didn't see me just mess up. And then I'll just do it perfect because sometimes you just need to Reset and try to instead of try to keep fixing it, mm-hmm. sometimes you're just way too off. You have to go around and right. reset and redo it. I just see it's all
3: in the setup, all in the setup the
2: situation where you are and how you set up. Because mm-hmm. I, I I agree with you. I used to think, oh, it don't matter. You can just free pack it in there. Now, after up until like a, a year of driving, I realize it is a setup. It is the you got to start the basic setup mm-hmm. and then you alter it, but you have to do that basic setup before you back. Right. You can't sit there and free eye it and go back. It does not. I tried to do it for a year and That's it worked. And it's basically
3: the setups that are like a modified 45. Right.
2: Well, you well, can't most do
3: people a true 45. There, What's that?
1: Most people get out there and they try to, like you said, they're trying to freewheel it as they're going back instead of sticking to the basics. Turn, move, move 10 foot, look at it, 8 foot, look at it, see what you got. But they feel they get nervous and they go, Oh, I don't want nobody to be don't look at me and they're they're freewilling as you say, and the next thing you know, they've got themselves in all kind of a uh yeah. of mess. I don't
3: care when people are looking at me. No, um, the way the I look thing. at it is sometimes they're learning something.
1: They could be. You know, be.
3: if I if I looked at it as, you know, oh they're looking at me to laugh, I'm gonna be the one screwing up. If hey. I if I do my proper setup, Go in there and not worry about them. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be wa- They're gonna be like wow. That guy did a great job. I just learned something.
1: Have you have you guys found that you're more sympathetic for someone struggling? That you're more the type to get
2: out to? Oh, immediately I
1: will hop out. I I was always that way. Because I know yeah. that, I
2: know that feeling of somebody. I always get out. And, yeah, and help somebody. Even if it's just watching their blind side. I don't. Even if they're an experienced driver, it's always good to help somebody. Because I what I don't understand you were there. What I understand in trucking is, why does drivers not support each other? Because if you help me get in that spot quicker, the next person can get in their spot quicker. Mm -hmm. And it's a big effect. And if Mm -hmm. everybody did one nice thing to another trucker, it'd be better. I just don't understand how truckers don't support each other more.
3: um, When I first started and I was worried about backing in and hitting trucks, I literally got out of the truck's truck and went and talked to the guys that I was and one of them would hop out and help me mm-hmm. the reason why they don't hop out is because they've tried just jumping out of the truck and helping somebody yeah. and that person that they were trying to help just went off on them I don't oh, need right. the help, yeah. get out of here you know, Yeah. Um, I was never like that, I, I'll take any, any any information that you have to help me out, I'm gonna take it and soak it in like a sponge
1: I had always got to the point to where before I'd quit driving and started doing the the training thing, I had got to where I would just go in the middle of the night. I'd find the two prettiest trucks Big Peter belts, mm-hmm. KW's, and I'd park right in between them. Because I guarantee you they're going to help you. Find the most shiniest, yep. prettiest thing and put it right in between They're going to run out. They're going to run out there because they don't want you to touch their truck. Now, if you find one that's beat up and tape hanging, don't park next to him. Because he wants you to hit him. Oh,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> or either he can't back himself or she. So, But, yeah, that's what I always told even, even my students. I said, man, until you get this down, Go find the two prettiest trucks and put that thing right in between them. You'll get more help than you ever imagined. But still, you know, get out of the truck and check mm-hmm. for yourself because I have, I see it way more than I like to admit, people, you know, letting people
2: back into things. I know you watch them. I remember last week I called a I said, mm-hmm. this shipper, I don't I don't think I can get in here because the mm-hmm. shipper advisor said everybody complained about it. I don't think I can get in here. And she says, just do it. So I had to think how I was going to do it and I Mm -hmm. figured they open at seven. So I'm gonna leave, get there at six Mm -hmm. and then I can play around till I get in there and not rushed. And then when I backed in the dock, I was like, okay, let me bag out and do it again. Sometimes being uncomfortable makes you do better Mm -hmm. because you're not, when it's easy, you don't learn nothing, but when it's hard, you learn. It's like like
0: your focus is sharper. Maybe, right, because you don't want to make a mistake. Yeah.
2: So you get out and you look more. And when I went to the shipper, the guy was like, Every person that comes here, they're always running. You see the grass messed up. And my whole goal was not to let my wheel touch the grass at the curb. Mm-hmm. So I would bag out, bag about like three feet and get out and look and keep checking. And he was like, People rush. You can't, you can't you rush can't in trucking. Rush. I mean, that's the. I used to like, How fast can I get in the dock? But by the time you rush in the dock mm-hmm. and you do all those pull-ups, you if you took, took your, your time, time. It's, a, it's, it's less time
1: going slow. And it's trucking. like the, sto- the story of the, the the hare and the tortoise. You know, everybody thinks, I've got to go fast. I get, no, just go slow. Just like with running down the road. You know, everybody thinks you got to run 70, 80 mile an hour. You know, our trucks run hopefully 65 mile an hour, you know, unless you're going uphill, then it's way well, anyway. But, um <laughs> You know, you can get there just – how many times have you guys seen that guy pass you,
3: what, 10, 12 times in one
1: day? Fly past minute.
2: you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, there's always something that's going to yeah. slow you down because always. it's not just an I've open to A to b I've tried to explain to
3: guys that, you know, the 100 miles extra that they're getting a day mm-hmm. times their cost of gas right. or fuel. Um, just work. They're Yeah, they're spending it on fuel. The, the and they have to spend it – more time in the fuel station because mm-hmm. they have to stop one extra time than I do. Right, yeah. you know. And and the the tickets they get for
1: speeding, uh, I mean, just all of, all of the stuff that gets there in trouble. You you just better off just to keep a good steady speed. You know, take your time. It'll well, be fine.
0: It's less reaction time Absolutely. too. That they have.
1: And when you, at the end of the day, I mean, you notice how you you're not exhausted. You ever been in a rush? at the end of the it's day you feel wore out and man. that's
3: how i felt when i first started here like oh i got to get this mm-hmm. delivery here at this certain time i was always in a rush 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 you know topping out at 65 miles an hour and like i say now i just like to kick yeah. back let the traffic pass me let the people in front of me do what i want i relax i get my right. delivery there on time um last month or last quarter i wasn't late for any of my deliveries yeah uh, one showed in red but um, my fleet manager Andrew, he fixed mm-hmm. that because I was on time right. on all mine. You know, yeah.
1: it's literally. I mean, we got the greatest job in the world. We we'll get paid to see the world. Yeah. What else, what else could you want? You know, yeah. doing
3: thirty-four hour resets in another state, and yeah. like you said, taking an Uber and yeah, go find you something know, to do. That's what I do.
1: Yeah. Um, is there any places you guys have been since you've been driving that you had wanted to go to prior to driving that you've got to?
3: Um, probably everywhere. I haven't really been that you many to places though. in my lifetime. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. No, I there's been no specific place. Mm-hmm. Um. But I always wanted to see the country, and that's what I'm doing now.
2: Okay. How about yeah. you, Steve? I stay pretty local uh-huh. in Wisconsin, but I like to go over where the mountains are like mm-hmm. deep inclines. But I think the best place so far is it's kind of. Kind of where it was like a uh, an iron mine. I took a load to there, and you got to go in and watch a video, and then they escort you through the uh, mine, and you drop a load off. And, you know, just to see, like, something different besides uh, uh, um, a cold storage or, or Pepsi place, or just to see something different. And I was like, man,
3: it was just. So I would have to say that would that kind of place would be the Caves in Missouri. Oh, isn't that beautiful?
1: Oh, no, uh, no. Just no. unbelievable. It, it stinks to back in. Dude, that
2: was my first low as a truck driver. <laughs> Independence, Missouri, the Caves. Isn't that great? No, 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 I, no. <laughs> I honestly love it. I used to I back love in backing there. in there. I had
1: – when it, when I went in there, when I – this was when I first started driving. It was the same as you guys. It's been at least a few days ago. Anyway, I had the big, long Peterbilt with the big hood. It was probably – I'm probably exaggerating. It was probably 20 foot from the back of the cab. You've seen them stretched, stretched, stretched. Oh, they're big. My and I get a load right to the caves in Missouri, and I've got a <laughs> 300 something inch wheelbase. Our trucks are like two something. Yeah. Mine was three, and I'm in there, try, and I'm just like, how am I going to get in? This thing was built for the little small trucks. There's no
2: room for you're hair. inside
1: of a mountain. Yeah. And I'm and I get it in there eventually, but I was my hands were shaking I was, <laughs> yeah, that, was my, that was my first load in there. <laughs> the first
3: time I went in there was, yeah. I agree with you I was shaking but after I did it the first time I'm right. willing to go back and I've been oh. back there three other times so. I'll
2: never go again never I want
1: I, it was See, but I love a challenge though I wanna I, I like a
2: challenge but I like my CDL too so I'd rather keep that than a <laughs> challenge because that was not a forged into
0: the fire
1: yeah that's a challenge any any Anybody want to learn to back? Go there. To go there. That is a uh, everybody. Everybody I talk to that has had, I asked them, have you had any challenges? Have you been to the caves in Missouri? I said, yeah, and I just kind of chuckled because I know exactly what they're talking about. Because
2: yeah, <laughs> even if you go around the corners, you have to. You can't go to the to the right. edge. You have to stay in the middle. And then when I went, yeah. they give you directions. And oh, I try, it's so easy to get lost. And I try to call, but there's no signal. Right. And, you, and I don't know the layout of it, so mm-hmm. I had to figure out how to get back out of the—it it, was—yeah, I wouldn't do it. And it never failed when
1: I went in there. They were always doing construction on the dock next to me, so that limited me even more. Yeah. So I'd have to work around that and—
2: just, But it is a good feeling to say you've been there and done it successfully, because not too many truckers can safely say they do mm-hmm. it.
1: Have you got to go to any of the military bases? That was always nerve wracking to me, like the ports and stuff like that. Did you guys go in any of no, that? No, not yeah.
2: I went to port at another company. It was yeah, not really exciting to me. No, it, the ports are generally not. What about
1: up in the, the northwest? That was it. That was my favorite place. I loved the mountains out that way. Oh, oh yeah. Utah. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I went out to the northwest out there. I went by that Snake Canyon out there. That's a beautiful area. If you ever get a chance to go out that way, it's really pretty. I don't know how anybody kept a
3: Utah bad day Utah on there. 84, the Devil's oh, Slide. Yeah. That's just amazing. I liked Wyoming and Montana. That
2: was I couldn't beautiful. believe that.
3: Devil's Slide.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's real pretty through there.
2: I love the basic countryside. Like, I don't need mountains. Like, just going through small cities in Wisconsin is just like – I just I just love that. I so, like the small old cities, I like that too. But I think once I become a, a trainer, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go nationwide because I don't. Wisconsin's fun, but if they're a student, you don't know where they're gonna go, right? So I'm like, hey, you know,
1: you want them to experience what everything. is
2: your what do you are you going nationwide or regional? I'm saying, you know what, let's just mm-hmm. let's see if we can get a load somewhere challenging, you know, in the mountains that way you can get a feel for it. Because when I first when I first was trucking, uh, I I didn't have a trainer. I had to learn. I had to pull up. And say, well, how do you slow this thing down going down here? Mm-hmm. And how to find? I had to YouTube it and figure out the engine brake. I mean, I knew the basics of it, but I needed more information on it. So mm-hmm. I yeah. think students need. They need to go nationwide. They need to go down a big hill and and get a feel for like, hey, mm-hmm. you need to use this engine brake. Don't use your brake lock. Cause it's going to get you know overheat. You could really get and yourself you could a feel car- it.
3: When it starts to overheat.
2: It gets spongy and it gets – Yeah. Fun. That's what I want to do because you got to – for me as a trainer, you got to go where that student's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, you say if they want to go local, hey, let's do local a little bit. Or you want to go regional, let's run that route. And
1: you got to keep them out there. I mean, you, you right. if you go home every night – it's nothing wrong with that, but if they're going to be a nation, uh, na- a national driver,
2: you got to suck it up. And hey, we, we're going out to so different.
1: Can, you know, I think that's probably. You know, you see the not just rail in general, but the trucking, trucking industry. You see a big turnover with trucking, and you know, and I'm sure we have our fair share of it. It's because a lot of people come and they don't realize what it, they see the big all the pluses, but they don't see any of the negatives. You know, you see, oh, I'm going to make this big money. They everybody thinks that, but um, and then they get
3: out there and they realize, what do you have to do to, to earn that? It's and a, it's not what they thought it was going to be. The first week, sleeping in the cab and stuff, it was like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> you look up your <laughs> But I'll tell you right now, I don't want to go home. All right. The longest I've been out was three and a half months. Right. And the only reason why I came home is because it was my birthday weekend and right. Father's Day weekend all in one week. Me and my wife were talking about that the other day.
1: We've been looking at these little tiny houses. And I, and I was watching on TV on my days off, and I was so fascinated that these people were living in these tiny houses. And I, I was talking to different people about it, and they said, yeah, but could you see yourself living in an 800-square-foot? I said, do you realize for 25 years I st- slept in a semi-truck? But you I sleep was better. There.
2: For me, I sleep. I can't For me, when I'm in a truck, mm-hmm. that is my happy place. When I'm at home, yeah, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But the truck... Especially, I, I gotta admit, Rail does a really good job maintaining their trucks and not giving you old truck. Cause uh, you go to truck stops and you're like, you you're like, it'd be a, it'd be a uh, one of the top companies. And you're like, yeah, you're driving that, and I'm thinking, Rail just gave me a a, a 23, and I agree. it's a well maintained truck. The 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 tires are good. I mean. I, it's a good feeling to go through a terminal and they mm-hmm. check your tires. Oh, you need, we need a new tire here, a new tire here. Because that saves you a lot of time. And it, it's the first car I've ever been to have heard of that you got to get inspected once you go in. You don't. And I, I love when, it.
1: When I when I hear people, they go, oh, I hope I get a new truck. I, mine's got 300000 on it. That is barely broke in for I didn't so. even I'm, want a new
2: truck, but I'm happy it, with it. Right,
1: right. So when whenever I'd have students coming through the program and maybe you know, they'd see some of the new trucks and they'd see what we were training with. I'd try to get through their head. I go, You realize our training trucks, which are that's get our training trucks, that's just the training. A brand
2: new truck's just getting broken. Is is pretty
1: much that that's like thirty thousand miles on a car. That's nothing. And mm-hmm. you're you're saying, I hope I get a newer truck than this. Man, I didn't have a newer truck till I was like fifteen, twenty years. Every, like you said, every company I ever went to work for was, yeah, this has been rebuilt three times. Here you go. But these trucks are like, okay, you know, yeah, three hundred
2: thousand miles. I, I was like, why am I getting a new truck? And I was like, yeah, you. Change. I says, I was okay with my truck. Right. But don't. Oh, well, your me. other
1: one had what eighty
2: thousand? You said. Yeah, I got it at sixty-five. <laughs> that's nothing. I got it at sixty-five. Yeah, that's nothing. No, I got here and I was, it was six and more, and I was like, I'm like. Right. And I if say, you, is that right? 54 miles?
1: Yeah. It was nothing. My first one I had when I came here, I came experienced, and my first one had seven miles on it. That's, that's literally on it literally had, I picked it up here, and they must have literally pulled it off of the truck uh, bumper to bumper, and I'm assuming, and, and throwed the lettering on it, maybe test drove it, that's no. it. And I was like, these people don't even know me other than doing a background check. And they're giving me a $150,000 piece of equipment and a load. And so that yeah, was kind of impressive. A good, it's a good feeling.
2: Yeah. It's definitely a good feeling. That's yeah.
0: well, so how we keep our CSA scores good Yeah, as far as maintenance. So, yeah. I think
2: yeah. our uh Rail's one of the top companies as far as safety because I, I love it. Because I'm telling you, all these trucks pull in, light was like, oh, I'm good. It's great. I mean, you still got to be, mm. you know – Make sure your truck is good, Mm -hmm. but you save a lot of time because the company overall is safe, and every time you go to a way station, it's green. Well, you think about it, I mean, that you're not going to be
1: broke down on the side of the road. If you are, it's, I mean, of course, you're going to have breakdowns with new trucks, too, but majority of the time, you're not going to have something that's going to leave you. You might have a problem, you have to get to a shop to get it fixed, but it's not going to leave you stranded on the side of the road.
2: right. And or if you pulled do, over by... Well, and
1: if, and if the DOT pulls you over. We we had a DOT officer, the one is for the state of Wisconsin, back a while back on this podcast, and we are asking him, you know, open-ended, what do you think about rail? He said, I think they're a great company. I very rarely pull them over because I know I'm never going to find anything wrong with them, you know. Uh, as long as you keep it clean, keep your mirrors clean, keep all your lights working the way it's supposed to. Dashboard clean. Yeah. You're not going to have much problem do them.
2: Yeah, even even with you know just with your fleet managers, they're just they're they they want you to be safe. Mm-hmm. And all the times when you're not safe is when you don't communicate with them. Because when I was first, I was, I was running, running, and I was I was just tired. I was like, I ain't got enough time. And she was like, all you gotta do is ask me that you need more time or if you mm-hmm. need a break, just say something. It and, won't and, be a problem. And now it's like, hey, I I, I can be there at nine o'clock mm-hmm. instead of. Six and she's like fine she's like don't rush there's no need to rush right she said make sure you get there safe and I think that's what makes you feel safe and the company's score is good because you got people everybody's on the same page as safety it's not like well the fleet managers want to make whatever they get mm-hmm. and this person won't get you going right. no everybody is all around one thing is safety
1: well they get, and I tell them when they do when I do the Saturday class when I do the Atlas. I mean, good Lord, if you got a bad week, go and zip into the scale house and say, hey, come check my truck out. <laughs> I mean, obviously make sure everything's good, but, you know, you'd make an extra 100 bucks for letting them look at your truck. You know what I mean? What company gives you money just for you doing your job? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it depends on the, the, which DOT inspection you get, but the one that's really thorough is 100 bucks. I mean, wow. I've got hit three or four times in a month.
2: Oh, I think I'm good. I think I can. <laughs> so I ain't and we're, in there.
1: and honestly, rail don't mind it because it's good on them too. You know, it makes and, the score go up. Well, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, you guys out there, if you uh, need a little bit extra bonus this month, swing in there and get them to check your truck out. Don't don't get freaked out. I mean, don't don't be that guy that's nervous because you know our equipment's pretty good. You know, oh, and yeah. we do the way we're supposed to do. So. Tell me a little bit about yourself personally. What do you guys like to do? I know you guys like trucking. Uh, what, do you, what do you guys like to do? Uh, something personally about
3: you guys. So. Um, well, I'm 57. I've done mostly everything except travel the country. And mm-hmm. personally, that's what I like to do right now is right. To travel the country. But when home, you're not when you're not doing that, what do you uh, I come home to see my daughter and my two grandsons. My daughter's 27. Um, I basically gave her all my stuff, and I'm out on the road just driving and I come home on birthdays and holidays to see my daughter and my two grandsons um, that's why I can be out and that's why I think it's the perfect time in my life to be driving a truck because I'm in the position where I can do it I don't have a young daughter where I have to be home to see her all the time and worry about her
2: yeah you know for me you know, you know I, I see my family a lot at home for me why I came to rail because it's so flexible like it is it's beyond flexible so for me being out because i i I leave monday and i go home saturdays and so for me i don't really don't miss home that much because rail is so flexible that even some of my routes i'm able to go home stop at the loves two miles from my house so for me it's it's like it's not really perfect timing it just rail makes it really flexible with the home time because it's there's a lot of freight in Wisconsin, so I really don't. I mean, I miss home, but I don't because I'm always there on the weekends. Well, you were in the military prior, right? Yeah. You're so used to that. Yeah. What what branch? Navy. And how long? Uh, thirteen and a half. Oh, so quite a while. My yeah. my in-laws were in the navy. So I'm yeah. I'm used to being. So for me, leaving it's like it's not a big deal, right? Because you know it's. It's probably a lot shorter now than before, right? It is, and I'm like, darn, it's time to go home again. Not that I don't like going home. It's just rail is so good with the they're, they're right. flexible. It's, even when I, if I need to go home, like, the next day, it's still I'm not so far out and, and get back home. When I go home, I just – I got an old house that I'm working on, so when I go home, I do, do a lot of repairing to it and see family and friends. Mm. But you have kids or no? I do not. No. Married? No, no. I have a girlfriend, but that's about it. Okay.
0: So it's like it makes it easier, right? This it makes, job.
2: It makes it easier because you gotta, you gotta find when the right time to come in trucking. You know, people come at different stages in their life, but you got like like you said, your family is older, so it's your time to go trucking. You know, I think you. You probably do real good at it because your kids are grown, you're really worried about them.
3: Yeah, I always wanted to be a trucker since I was a kid. Most kids grow up that way, seeing a truck and say, I want to do that. Um, my life's never led into it. And two years ago when I decided to do this, uh, that was the part that made me decide was my life is leading into this now.
1: What did you do prior to this?
3: Uh, what haven't I done? Um, <laughs> Jack of all trades. I can do electrical. I've done Mm -hmm. maintenance. I do plumbing, painting, all that. I was a metal spinner, which was in a machine shop. Um, I was a production supervisor for Hap Controls. We built um, video game steering wheels, brake pedals for the old 80 coin op machines, Mm -hmm. pinball machines. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've done a lot in my life. Uh, and the only thing I really haven't done is travel the country and drive a truck.
1: So what possessed you two years ago to finally?
3: That I've done all that. Mm-hmm. My daughter's older. I want to see the country.
2: <laughs>
3: Just all those, mm-hmm. and that's what actually led me into it. Yeah. Made the decision. You, you Stephen.
2: Yeah, I think for me, when I got a military after thirteen and a half years, you know, I did. It's weird. I. I I got a social degree in human services for two years, and I went to school to become a, um, I got a degree in commercial HVAC, I became a welder and a plumber. And this is a Jack of all trades, And, and it wasn't. It wasn't really, fun. it wasn't really fulfilling to me, I didn't get mm-hmm. any fulfilling out of it. And then I was at work one day, and I saw an advertisement, CDL school, and I walked in the office, I said, yep. I said, that's my last day. And I went to school and signed up, and it's probably the best that she's ever made, mm-hmm. even though I don't like certain parts of it. But it's the, for me, it's the most relaxing job. And if you play your cards right, if you stay safe, keep your record clean, keep your nose clean. Like what, I, what I'm making now here in one week, it took me almost two and a half weeks to make. Mm-hmm. And I, I ain't even got to run hard. I mean, I'm home on the weekends mm-hmm. because... When I leave on Monday, I'm driving my miles. Like, I'm driving 3,200 miles a week because it's just, it's just an a easy, relaxing job if you just find your niche in it. And it's kind of like having a – you don't have – there's nothing wrong with getting a college degree. Right.
1: You don't have to have one to be a truck driver, even though we have tons of people that have had at some kind of degree. And it's kind of like having something in your back pocket. Like me, I haven't driven in a few years, but I could easily – Take it back up and go go back to doing it tomorrow if I had to. So it's kind of you know it's kind of like having something to fall back on if right. you decide to do it. You know if you decide later on to go and do something else, yeah, like, eh, I'm gonna go drive again for a little bit. You know, All right. like I've I've always, I've been tempted with that that show that you used to be on TV, the Ice Road Truckers. I'm like, oh, was, I'm was, gonna do that one of these years, <laughs> and then I then I then I come back to my senses and I go, no, I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> Well, so that I, would be a challenging. I think. I think it would be really, I
3: mean, I don't I, don't I know. can't say that's not out of my future. You might try it. I might try <laughs> I it. I had that a was guy. All in the lounge over there. I had a, a guy. I mean, you work 6 months and you get paid for it's like a yeah. year's worth because it's right. Every run is worth so much money. But, but right. you might
1: not come back home. <laughs> you may not, but eh.
3: but you know, that's like every day out on yeah. the road. You right. have right. no idea. What's Any, what's driving in to, your future. Anybody driving to work. Yeah in a car. Yeah. Um, I mean Wisconsin
1: Walking down the, the street. Yeah. Wisconsin you might not in the winter is pretty much off road truckers.
2: Well I would do it if, if it wasn't at least here I get a season mm. change. I don't like being cold, so here at least I get a yeah, little with bit you. of a season change. But you go yeah, over there, it's like straight, straight, right. straight So what
3: up there the only time they could get deliveries with the truck is when there's ice. Right. So you're doing a mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. So I can't task. And then you have the whole summer off because you're up there for the winter.
2: Maybe if you give me a new truck, like one rail have, I'll go over there. But <laughs> some of the trucks they have over there, I'm not. They're not the best. No, they're not the best.
0: How'd you guys, uh, Stephen, rail, where, where does rail come in the picture for you? How did you find rail? Uh, and then we'll
2: um, go to Dan. Because uh, I work for another company and I wanted to work for rail, but made a recruiter, well, I just, we didn't get back, and I was like, darn, I says, "I want to be with rail, because it's, it's all about, for me, it's all about that safety score. Because that safety score for me tells a lot about our company, how they maintain their equipment. And I would see their trucks, and then I, I moved, January I moved to Wisconsin. So when I see a rail truck, I see Wisconsin. And I was like, well, that's, they give me something local. And then I got home daily. And Home daily wasn't fulfilling for me it was, it was just it was more stressful to go home daily, and then I went out for a week, but mostly it was just I guess it was just Wisconsin, I saw Wisconsin on the truck, and it was like, I want to work for a local company and and then I saw their cSA score and one of the top safe companies mm-hmm. and that's when I chose rail because.
0: And I hear from drivers, they'll say that uh, going home for like three, four days is kind of that sweet spot because you, you get, get caught up on rest and then you can spend those you know, two, three days. Day. It
1: takes a good day to get acclimated. Yeah. So, like, so, being, yeah. it's really loud at the house. It was for me. When I first got home, I, it took me a minute to.
2: Yeah. I try to, I got a camper at home and it's, we got a big property and I, there's a camper there. So when I go home for the first night, I sleep in that camper because I just need. <laughs> I, I go. She's like, "Come inside." And I was like, "No, no, I sleep in it. Right. Come on, I, no, I stand in the camper because you do need, you do need that break when you get home. You need a break from. I mean, just having that many more rooms around you gives you anxiety. It's I too much. Right. The camper is you just know? nice and cozy. But well, yeah. when you
1: were in the Navy, I mean, you, that was a close. When you were out on the ships, right? That was pretty tight. Oh front. yeah, I mean you got
2: it's it's like the, like the bunk or the, the yeah. beds and the trucks, but you got like We're smaller. Eighty of them in one room. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm used to it, so I like being in a small space. Right. So that's that's why I like trucking cause that. And about me, uh,
3: how I picked rail was back in '99. My daughter and my now ex um, was living in Missouri, and I was still working here in Chicago until we established ourselves out there and I was driving back and forth every weekend and I always seen that company. Um, And I told my ox, I'm like, yeah, you know, I should probably get into trucking. That was kind of when I started thinking about trucking again back in 99. Um, So two years ago when I started thinking about it again, um, I seen rail trucking around Madison. Um, I like their big red trucks. Um, Nowadays you go on Google and you punch in trucking jobs and Facebook starts throwing all these different places up. My main my main focus was mm-hmm. um, So I was talking to the recruiter. Um, we were trying to get a date that I was gonna actually start. And I told her I couldn't tell her that yet until I knew I was gonna come out there. And I, I wanted basically to get rid of my place go out there get in a truck and not have to go back home Uh well she's like you know this is the third time that we've talked about this i'm putting you down for this week i'm like no you can't it's got to be at the end end of the month we we can't time it that way i'm like okay well you have a great day and i hooked up with rail Uh i talked to the recruiters i told them exactly when i wanted to start which was the september 27th um they made it happen um Got rid of. I packed all my stuff up, gave it to my daughter a week before I went out there to my place, cleaned it up, um, left the keys on the counter, and came up here. Got in the hotel, started class, and I haven't looked back. And when they, that's how I picked rail. You were saying the recruiters when they gave you, they get. I'm sure they
1: gave both of you guys an itinerary of what they was, you know, what you were expecting when you were expecting to leave, fly, drive, ride a bus, drive, whatever you were gonna do. Did everything they said? It was pretty much. Did you have any issues no. coming in? No, no issues at was, all.
2: I mean,
3: what they was, said is
1: it was to what the T. I mean,
2: the rent yeah. car. I mean, because it, it was everything was accurate 100. Mm-hmm. percent. only thing changed change if I change something. Right. But they were a lot of times they lie to get you in the door. Right. But I, I gotta admit they're they're like even things that I didn't want to hear. She's like, no, this is how it is. This is what's gonna be. This is what we have. I, I had never worked
1: for a big company. This was the only large, and it's not a big, big, big company. I mean, it's a mid, mid-sized company, but I had never, this is huge. Most companies I worked for was 50 or under, so this was the larger, the first larger company, and when I spoke to them, I, I probably did like you did. I looked at it a few times. I'd, I'd go to call, and I'd push the button and hang up, and then I'd, it'd be a little bit later I'd, because I had been tinkering with the idea for a while, and then I finally... That was quite a few years ago now. So I was talking to yeah. whoever
3: does their Facebook mm. back and forth through um, some of their posts, mm-hmm. you know.
0: And, you know, that kind of led me into it.
1: Right. Makes sense.
0: Mike, what was it for you uh, that drew you into rail?
1: I wanted somewhere that was – that that I had never run e-logs before. I'd always run paper logs. I was kind of, I was like, I've done it this way for all these years. I want to find the safest company I can. Mm-hmm. And I think that was it. I wanted to find the safest company so, that I could work for. It was just something. I don't know. You ever get that, just that, it's something inside of you, just, I'm going to give it a try. And I've never been the type who's been scared of trying different things. I mean, I'm just like, yeah. okay, let's, let's go for it. What's the worst thing that can happen? And I just kind of put it out there. Yeah. And, uh. You know, the first day they put me up in a nice hotel.
2: Oh, it was nice.
1: I mean, I didn't have any problem with that. And like I said, I went the the guy down in Gary at that time. Uh, he's he's you know he's passed off passed on for now. His Sherard was the one I dealt with down there. Awesome guy. I and mean, I had a the blast. My week here was amazing. I had a good time with him. Uh, met all the people they were just really friendly. I mean, yeah. the the from the recruiter. Just everything. It just worked out really, really good, and um, and I just hadn't really looked back since then. You know, I, all I've done is moved up. I mean, do you guys see yourself driving the whole time you're here? Or are you going to try oh, something yeah. different? I mean, because I didn't see myself doing what I'm doing now, or what I'm going to be doing in the future. I never see myself doing any of this. Yeah, um, no, I, I'd really I would say just
3: to, I'll I'll drive till I'm retired. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that'd probably be around ten
2: years or so. Mm-hmm. I think what also had me, I was. Where there's a, a rail Facebook mm-hmm. thing. And I joined that before I started. And you kind of, what, what drew me into rail was on that Facebook, it's not ran by rail, it's ran by somebody that made it up. But when you look on it, you, you, uh, there'd be a driver say, How do I do this? And within seconds, another driver is responding to that person on support of how to fix it and everybody is commenting on yeah. that post. And even now, if I have a question, all enough, even though the fleet managers are good, you get an answer quicker. I mean, obviously you gotta filter the, the truth out, but you get a, a, a quick answer from another, hey, how do I get this, or oh, how do I get to this terminal? You get a, fa- a person, a note faster from that person on Facebook, because all the drivers here, they, they support each other. Right. I mean, I mean it's, it's 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 weird, you never when you go somewhere to a truck stop Facebook terminal, all the drivers they're like like one group of people, and you don't find that in any not a lot of companies and it just it, it, it's a good feeling. I've learned recently if you don't like one thing, mm-hmm. there's something else like i like I was in reefer and I was not happy where I was going, the shippers. And shit with my even recruiter says, hey, if you don't like reefer, you can change the, the something else. you don't like this. How do this. hard was that to change? Um, it, it takes time because you have to you gotta switch mm-hmm. your reefer with a driving. I mean, it took it took some time. So I did, I kept my reefer trailer. So I did a few live loads, mm-hmm. but it was I was at one shipper and I was like, I'm I said I'm over this. Mm-hmm. And actually, I talked to Dan, mm-hmm. and Dan was like, don't give up, don't give up. And I I, I guess they did something, and I went home, because it was time to go home anyway. Mm-hmm. But when I came back, they switched me to drive-in. Mm-hmm. But it, there's a lot of things at rail. and actually, when I was walking to my truck the other day, I was thinking, man, these people feed you lunch every day.
3: Mm-hmm. They give you dinner. Speaking at, of which, we got a $16 voucher for yeah, the food.
2: They give you a voucher and it's like, even when I went to orientation, it's like, you can tell they care about people. Mm-hmm. Because you can't, because I mean, even like they gave me a hotel, I had three meals a day. A nice hotel, it's not some moto 6 sitting down the road. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think real successful in, in keeping me is because you show me you care about me. You're not putting me in a, a hotel, you're not giving me this little lunchbox. And for me, like, you get a good feeling when somebody cares about you
1: and how many times have you guys ever called in and they go how can I help you Stephen how can oh, I help every- you every
3: that's the best part about it is you call in and no matter who you call in they they know your name you're not mm-hmm. just a number what's you get- your truck number sir
2: now if you get transferred right. I understand that transferred is not that initial call mm-hmm. but every time you call Hey, what what do you need, Stephen? You know, yeah. it's always quick, and they're always polite. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, a, a dispatch makes a person. I told my my fleet manager, I said, you know what? I said, when you say how are you doing, or good morning, or hey, on your message, mm-hmm. I said that makes a big difference speaking to me because that shows me that when you type hey, you took the extra second to put hey, and it's not mm-hmm. like well. What do you need, Steven? Or yeah. she'll put a smiley face. Because in trucking, you need somebody that's going to to make you feel good or they're standing behind you. When mm-hmm. she take the extra second to say good morning or how you feeling, she ain't got to say that. Mm-hmm. Nobody got to say that.
3: When you're out on the road by yourself, you actually feel like you have somebody there because they're I'm telling you, to it care makes, about it.
2: You know, I, that's what makes me stay is I know somebody – on the background is, is
1: taking care of me because there is truck there is companies out there when you call in you are literally um truck pick a number I, I see so many people because i work in the orientation department so many people they come i'm staying at 120,000 miles and i'm gone and then i see them about three weeks later they're back in experience orientation i go it wasn't what you thought it was was it nope no, it sure wasn't, and they just – they don't even want to talk. You know, they just give me this big grin. They don't even want to talk then because they know what am saying I hair hair. around the other yeah, side. Yeah,
3: it's – everything sounds great. If you think your grass is a little brown here, all you need to do is water it. Like, Sometimes you, know, you jump over on that on.
1: fence and there's a cow patty on the other side. Yeah. Yeah, you wind up face first.
2: <laughs> and the times I had problems here is – Yeah. Is the problem was myself. And I ran it a few – like a few times. I would call mm-hmm. Dan. I was like, Dan, I was like, man, this is my problem – I ain't get, this ain't happening, this ain't happening. Mm-hmm. And I called Dan and he's like, and he's, he's up front. Mm-hmm. He was like, you're the problem in this situation. And then I look back at it and I was the problem. Because sometimes if you're my driver fleet manager, you're, tell, you're, you're mean to me, sometimes you don't listen to it. Mm-hmm. But you, if you got support from somebody else, you kind of say, hey, you know what? Every, all three times I had issues here it was it was me cuz I wasn't doing something right and another person was able to correct me I would much rather I always told any time I had a few while I was
1: driving here and I always told them listen I'm a grown I'm a grown man just tell me be honest with me tell me the deal and yep. and even when I know it's going to be a bad situation just go listen I know this is not what you'd like to hear but this is and lay it out there I right. can deal with that a lot more, than I can you use sugarcoating something. And I started—that's the way I always started off. Every fleet manager that I worked with, th- just be honest with me.
3: Yeah, and I never had cotton. any issues.
2: Don't tell me after I've been doing no. it for weeks and weeks and especially no. to remember, tell me a be like, yeah, Stephen, you messed up today, right? Just be honest. I'm, I mess up. I mess up every day. I still
1: do this twenty-something right. years into this, and I still make uh, make. Boo boos here. Well we don't
0: know what we don't know, no, so no. right. You gotta know and make sure you know, yeah.
1: What well, well Travis, you guys, I think we've about covered everything. Thank, thank you, you guys for joining us. Dan, thank show. you for
3: helping me, Steven. Thank you
1: guys oh, for coming. I, no, Actually, no problem.
2: Free yeah, shirt.
3: Nice it's, First time I've ever done something like this. <laughs> do you guys listen to the I, podcast? I, I haven't. You gotta get Man.
0: Google well, keeping it rail. Obviously and, now. You know, obviously I, now I'm gonna listen I, to hey, it. Hey,
2: when you hear it, yeah, I sleep. I don't do nothing in between that. When, when that air brake hits, I oh, no,
0: You can listen while you're driving.
1: Yeah. Push play.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's on, What's, wait, it's only on the app. No, it's not even on the app. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. Yeah, all that
0: stuff. We're all everywhere. The, yeah. Just so go- Google, Google it.
3: it. You, got, so you got Google? So what write down what I got to Google.
0: Keeping it rail. Keeping, keeping it rail. It. Just Google keeping it rail. Okay. You'll Auto, find it.
3: Key, key.